Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest is South Dakota State Veterinarian Dr. Beth Thompson. We'll hear from her after this. Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. State and federal health officials are warning the public and medical professionals about the emerging threat of the opioid fentanyl being mixed with the veterinary tranquilizer xylazine. The April 2023 designation by the U.S. Office of National Drug Control Policy is the first time that office has used the emerging threat designation since the category for fast-growing drug dangers was created in 2019. Thompson says xylazine is an important tool for animal agriculture. Xylazine is a FDA-approved veterinarian drug, uh, generally used in large animal, but uh, also used in zoos, limited use in, in other smaller species, but it is a sedative and a muscle relaxant. Very important one for our large animal species like cattle, and I know um, folks that raise deer and elk uh, used in those species too, and then as I mentioned, in zoo animal medicine, a very important um, tool for the, the veterinarians and the workers in zoos to be used. Um, with that sedative, the, the properties of being a sedative and also a muscle relaxant, uh, veterinarians will use it if, or, or farmers, producers will use it uh, if they need to, we call it knock an animal down so that some sort of uh, veterinary procedure or something or if the animals hurt itself and they need to um, work with a sedated animal versus an animal that's scared and afraid and you know everything else that's going on with that animal, it just brings the animal down so that uh, folks can get their hands on the animal and help it out. So things can be done safely. Correct. Yeah, for the safety of the animal and also the safety of the veterinarian or the farmer. As far as the availability of xylazine, you know, I know many human medications and now many in the last few years, veterinary medications, there's requirements. You have to have a prescription, so to speak, to get it. Is this something that's regulated or could just anybody walk into a veterinary supply store and say, hey, I want some and, and take a bottle home. Yeah, so at this point in time, and it, it, we, we talk about, let me back up, there, there are federal regulations and individual states may have regulations too. So a veterinarian is usually attached somehow to the use of xylazine as it is now. And we can talk about some of the, you know, on the federal level, what they're talking about modifying how it's used now, but it is not approved for human use. So um, like other drugs and some antibiotics, um, it's important to keep, again, those tools in the toolbox for, for veterinarians and for, for farmers and those that manage animals. So this isn't something that's easily, readily available. The folks using it for the illicit drug uses that we're hearing about, they're not getting it legally. Correct. That is a correct statement. And, and I haven't wrapped my head around exactly how these folks are are getting the xylazine. It's my understanding that they're 
mixing it in with fentanyl, um, one of the really dangerous aspects of that is xylazine is not an opioid, so that when uh, there's a drug overdose, how they reverse that with the opioids is not going to be as beneficial as it would be because there is xylazine mixed in with it. So, so that's really dangerous for the humans that are going down that path. Humans, I guess, they will always find a way to use things the wrong way. Is this becoming more common? Are we seeing a kind of an increase in the use of maybe xylazine and some other drugs as far as being used in these illicit manners? Are we seeing it more, or are we maybe just more aware and catching it more often, or a little bit of both? Yeah, and, and I think the, the tracking mechanisms are being built up so that it's probably a little bit of both. I think, again, to the first responders going out there and realizing that they can't use Narcon or any of those for some reversals on these overdoses, they're realizing that xylazine is being used in those. To the data that's been put out by the Drug Enforcement Administration, it looks like between 2015, where they identified xylazine in about 150 illicit drug items, it's increased to close to 9,000 in 2021 that's been tracked. Some states have already taken steps to better regulate xylazine, and the veterinary profession wants to be intimately involved in those discussions so that we, we still have xylazine for use in um, veterinary medicine. Absolutely understand that it's not appropriate that what's going on with the illegal use, but it's really important that veterinarians still have access to xylazine. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, Chad at 605-870-0697, or Wade at 605-730-1801. In the agriculture world and in here in South Dakota, we tend to be very trusting, friendly folks. Um, some ideas, some recommendations for the safe storage of xylazine and other veterinary medications that some of our farmers and ranchers may have on their farms. Maybe time to start thinking of locking some things up um, just in case? Correct, absolutely. And sometimes it's not about just locking up the, the medication, you know, getting a lockbox or something like that. That may or may not be the way to go, but to pull it away from the view of the public or if you've got workers on your farm or others that might have access to it, just making sure that it's away from that public viewing or where somebody could grab it fairly easily. You know, vet clinics, that's, that's truly important too. Vet boxes on the back of pickups, lock them up when you, when you walk away from the pickup at night. Those sorts of things I think are going to start to be more important, especially if on a federal level this gets scheduled in as a, as, as a scheduled drug. I'm, I'm hearing it's probably going to be a Schedule three drug, um, but still that's important that we make sure we don't make it available and continue to um, keep it as 
a, a good tool for the veterinary profession. And you mentioned uh, veterinary pickups and the, their medical, the, their um, supply boxes and their trucks. I bet there's a lot of ranch pickups or vehicles around, side-by-sides, UTVs, that they may be going out to check cattle. They just keep that sort of thing in there with them. Also a situation where we maybe need to be a little more careful or conscious of where it is and how much is there? Absolutely. Not having it out on the seat with you, but, you know, putting it away under the seat or, or someplace. Again, I think of, uh, you know, locking those vet boxes or other boxes, maybe putting it in something like that would probably be the best idea for everyone. Any other um, thoughts, concerns uh, about xylazine? I always am a big advocate for keeping the veterinarian involved with anything and everything that goes on with your herd or your flock. I mean, it's so important to have that veterinary oversight. And that way, when you do have an issue on a Friday afternoon or you know Friday evening at 8 p.m. If your veterinarian is 200 miles away because he or she's on the other side of their territory, if they've got that relationship with you, they can help you out over the phone rather than having to drive all the way back to your ranch or farm. So, absolutely. yeah, absolutely keeping a veterinarian on board with everything you do is good. Good practices. With Agriculture In-Depth brought to you by Sioux Nation in Fort Pierre and by Kimball Livestock Exchange, I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra.